0: Hey product boss, it's that time of year again. The holiday season is just around the corner and here at the product boss, we are getting prepared early for the holiday season. Now we know you're going to have a lot more than turkey and pumpkin pie on your plate later this year. So we want to invite you to our free three-part workshop series, the product boss's guide to getting holiday ready and recession proofing your Business. Now, these workshops are brand new and revamped, and we're sharing some of the biggest tips and tricks on how to prepare yourself and your business so you can 2x your sales without 2xing your efforts. And with talks of a down economy, we want to make sure that you feel confident and prepared to push through no matter what. Listen, product boss, if we've learned anything over the past two years, we know you've got this, and we're stronger building our businesses together. And honestly, we have way too much fun to call it work. So the first workshop kicks off soon. Head to theproductboss.com slash holiday to sign up today, and we will see you in there.
1: Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies.
0: Hey everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi six-figure product-based business.
1: In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes are you ready let's build together
0: hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the product boss podcast we are so excited to be here i'm your host Jacqueline Center with my awesome and amazing and
1: tech savvy co-host Mina
0: Kunlosipta hey
1: mina hey jacqueline well we made it folks And I'm not that tech savvy, which is why she had said that.
0: Because (laughs) let me tell you how hard it was to get here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We could barely function with the tech that was going to need to happen to get back on here. Something is happening in the internets.
0: Um, Yes. We are here and we're so excited to bring to you this episode today. Now, if you're new here, welcome, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review if you love it and share it with someone that you think that this would help them with. But we really want to talk about something that's happening inside of our multi-stream machine community right now. Multi-stream machine is our signature course. Um, It's a do-it-yourself program, but it's really supported by community and it's got amazing playbooks in it that walk you through all these different ways to grow your business. Now, there was this post. So shout out to Brooke of Be Happy, who is just an incredible Mm -hmm. contributor inside of that community. And she asked a question in there, which was, Hey, everyone, what's working and not working right now in your business?
1: Yeah. It was she was saying she was having a conversation with like a fellow product boss, which makes my heart overflow because we love it when all of you are really in community with each other and really crowdsourcing inspiration and not feeling alone in it. I mean, this is the whole the whole reason why we created the product boss. And then she um was saying how they were talking about what's working, what's not working and made it feel like a fun game. Like, you know, what what's that one game like take a drink if you haven't? Or done
0: you know what I'm talking have, about never have I ever
1: yeah never have I ever I've never played that game but this feels similar which it might not be because I've never played that game but what's <laughs> if working, you've never what's not played working. It,
0: it's a funny reference <laughs> you know it's like that game battleship
1: <laughs> it's not at all no it's not Okay. So well, this is a fun game for product bosses that's called working and not working. So um, they all uh, commented and there was nearly a hundred comments on there where, you know, everybody said, here's what's working for my business right now. And here's what's not working for my business right now. So we wanted to give you a collective overview of what's working and what's not working right now. Um, we aren't going to give you all the goods because all of the people in there are really invested in in spending time with each other and you know they're they're students of multi-stream machine and um uh, but we wanted to give you a taste of what it's like to not feel alone to know you know what how helpful it is when you can kind of um cover more ground because you have people out in the world, you know. Absolutely. So you 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 have an understanding of what's working over there and what's not working over here.
0: <laughs> and I think that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about our community. So thank you to all of you that are in our community and in our Facebook groups. And especially shout out to our multi-stream machine students because they are so giving to each other. They are so collaborative. So if you're out there feeling like you're alone on an island somewhere, you're like, I'm the only product-based business, you know, and I'm doing this on my own. And I'm trying to figure this out and piece it all together. I'm like, it's like, um bubblegum and, and duct taping this business together. If you're looking for community that's also supported by education and um, you know, growth and that growth mindset, then, you know, consider Multi-Stream Machine. The doors are opening again in September. If you want to get on that wait list to be the first to know, you can always head to multistreammachine.com. We'll put a link in the show notes. But this is what's happening in the community. And I think what's so valuable about this, and this is why, our programs, like our do-it-yourself program, um, multi-stream machine, you know, and when people eventually are hitting these huge revenue goals, and they're inside of our mastermind, because that's—I where...
1: I would like to say that I, I want to rephrase because we've oh. been calling it do-it-yourself, but it's really like do-it-together. Um, but let's call it instead self-paced. Okay, you know, self-paced <laughs> program.
0: It's your—it's—it's it's education. As I'm making references to games I've never played it's, it's not, we don't run it live, but it is self-paced, meaning you get to dive in as you want, but why it's um, collaborative is that the community is there and it's so tight. And so, you know, they ask questions, they're, they're super engaged. They're like, what's working right now? Or, Hey, I tried this and they share it with the community. And so it's just this incredible group in multi stream machine. So I think what we should start with is what's not working and you can all stick around for what is working. Um so we're going to go over about four things that are not working right now and about four things that are working. Um so let's talk about what's not
1: working right now for businesses all together of all the people who responded inside of our multi-stream. Let's machine. take a pause and see if people can guess it cuz bet you hands down this was like overall the main thing that people said. So currently feels like a dumpster you know. fire.
0: That's your tip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, seriously, that's a hot take on a hot tip. Who right here there. knows
0: what feels like a dumpster fire currently? <laughs> no offense, Marky Mark Zuckerberg, how we say it lovingly, but Instagram is not working all together. Ding, 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 you yeah. win, nothing, but congratulations on getting the answer right.
1: Yes, deep sigh for Instagram. It is, a, you know, it. I don't even know how to describe it. It just feels like a struggle. It trying feels to make like movement happen.
0: Going up a hill with tar <laughs> wearing 20-pound weeded boots and the sun beating down on your back.
1: Yeah. This might be like how <laughs> I so felt dramatic. When I was <laughs> remember the other day we Jacqueline and I did a walk and talk. And I thought, I know it was it, it's record high here in Iowa. And I thought, I'm gonna walk to Starbucks. And it's a half hour walk, but I thought I can do this, right? It I was I was on a struggle bus. It was like tar was on my feet, the sun was beating down. I'm like dripping sweat in places I've never known I could drip sweat. <laughs> and and then I accidentally go live on Instagram because I was gonna do a story, but I was so flustered in my brain from the heat. She also had to get the back sweat
0: in like 20 minutes <laughs> to a meeting. So that's the other side. So it was really
1: at a fast pace and then I accidentally go live. It, it, um, you know, fortunately for me, nobody saw it, but it did go live, you know, because I was like, why is this thing connecting? Anyways, um, that's what it feels like is that kind of pressure and heat and <laughs> struggling that's happening.
0: just going to say a good thing you don't live in a desert. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so Instagram. Instagram all, all in all is not working for people. So if you're out there being like, phew, not only me, not only you, okay? People who spend tons of money on on ads on the platform, it's still not performing. It doesn't matter what you do to that machine. It's just not working the way it used to work, which leads us to the other thing that's not working all in all for people. And this is going to stay pretty consistent for a few of the ideas is social media. Social media as a whole to people is feeling down in a lot of ways. I think it's the idea of like, how we used to do it. So if we remember back in the day, in my day, Instagram started as I used to coach people and say it's like a coffee table book. The images mm-hmm. you put up are like flat lays, and they're beautiful and perfect. And you're flipping through it, and it feels and curated. Oh, do you remember the days that we used to do color code? Like the colors would change, or like it was all <laughs> sepia tones. You like. <laughs>
1: The filters, the, the retro filters. And
0: everything on our had to be food. like one tone. Those are the people we followed. And then it went to like anything. All, no, you know, stories started and it was like behind the scenes and all the pretty stuff was gone. And it was like, what's real? So social media as a whole feels hard for people. There are parts in Facebook yeah. that are working and that's what the community is talking about inside of the multi stream machine group. And they're leaning into certain things. But as
1: a whole, social feels like a struggle. Yeah, we used to say that it was pay to play. Like you have to pay in order to play. Now even if you pay, you don't get a play. You know, so it's it's really hard because you know the thing that I really really love about social media is that it is um, it can be a game changer because you're connected to people. On the other side of the world, you meet people that you've never met. You're able to access people. You know, it it has a beautiful part of it, too, until it becomes isolating because you show up over and over and nobody else shows up because the algorithm machine is working against you. That's when it starts to feel isolating. And then it's like the opposite effect of social media instead of the beauty of connection. It's like now it's like the anti-connection. I don't know what's happening over there. It's
0: the... You're back on a lonely island. No matter how many people follow you. <laughs>
1: okay, yeah. so
0: here's what I want to say as you're listening, and like we're not trying to be Debbie Downers over here, but this is cyclical in business. Me and I have both been in business for pretty much almost two decades. Okay, each of
1: us mm-hmm. individually with all of our businesses, a piece,
0: a piece, right? So our age combined is how
1: long we've been. <laughs> we're not saying from birth. We're I know you all first think we're entrepreneurs.
0: <laughs> we look twenty.
1: We're not. But we're not surprised. Double that, <laughs> more than double. <laughs> but,
0: but what we what we want to say about this is we've been in business long enough that we've been in since the days that people used to sell send print mail right like we used to send mail physical mail with a stamp postage you know to people's homes. We've been in business mm-hmm. since um what else did I do
1: uh, like I w- since you had to do credit cards on a like a crazy machine that was like, fax machines. you know, remember that? Yeah. Yeah. On fax machines, but the even swipey. the credit card running machine, it was like the swipe machine. It wasn't digital. Um, it was like you did the carbon copy. Yes. The carbon copy. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so business was done differently back then. It was more like, you know, word of mouth. It wasn't like overload of like consumption in a lot of ways. So it was just done differently, but it has come back Even in the cycle of direct mail, we're starting to see people testing that out again. So even when you think about Instagram, social media itself has evolved. It started off with um, Tom and MySpace, you know. Is that his name, Tom? I thought you were going to say like Tom and Jerry for some reason. But yeah, um, I think it was Tom
0: at MySpace.
1: Yeah. And then it evolved to... I don't know. Like I don't even know fully. But then, even each platform has evolved because before, remember, Instagram was not owned by. Do Facebook. you remember when
0: MySpace? I remember breaking up with my boyfriend, who now is my husband, and I remember posting. <laughs> you could do. <laughs> oh my gosh, what story? Is this? You could do songs. Like you could hold. There yes, was like a yes. song that was your theme, and mine was yep. "Slow Dancing in a Burning Room" with John Mayer.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay,
0: <laughs> not to be dramatic but I needed to let him know something via music. <laughs> yes. and And he follow
1: me on MySpace. I mean, I got to say, MySpace was really cool. Yeah, I do remember the songs and... No, no, let's uh, go even you know, further back.
0: Answering okay. machines. Do you remember taking your phone yes. and recording songs from like the TV and it would be your answering machine <laughs> message?
1: Yes. And the way that you record... Well... Back then, you could record the songs, but even before that, you had to hit play and record at the same time, <laughs> On your Remember? Tape. Back on boomboxes. Okay,
0: we've really gone back. But why we're saying this is, there's always been, you know, and then somehow, you know, Facebook pulled everyone from MySpace, and then Facebook eventually, you know, took um, Snapchat and turned that, you know.
1: No, Snapchat, I guess, is still around. It is.
0: But I'm just saying that they took that to create yeah. Instagram,
1: and then, like, the uh-huh. stories on it and stuff like that. So... Um, true For real, because Snapchat had the stories first, and then Instagram took stories, Snapchat's version of stories, and took it, however which way you want to phrase that, and then made it into Instagram stories. And
0: what else was it? Uh, Vine and Periscope?
1: Yeah, Periscope was audio. Um, that was owned by Twitter. And then… Um, Vine also, was little videos, wasn't it? Yeah, but that was… Was that on Amazon? Vine was… Yeah, no, it was like
0: news. No, no, no. There was like little <laughs> videos that people would create, like bloggers that got into video mm. back in the day and they were some of the first that then utilized different things like YouTube or stories on Instagram. So here's what I'm This is, I mean, welcome to Memory Lane. Okay, we've gone back to recording cassette tapes. Yeah. To today. It's changed. Social will continue to change and you will continue to adapt towards it. So we're going to go into what is working and we'll we'll share a couple of platforms there that are working right now. But with that said, let's not abandon ship. It's just, okay, if this is not serving us and it feels like we're walking up a mountain with 20-pound boots in tar with the sun beating down on your back. Let's and you're sh- accidentally going live
1: and everybody's watching you do it.
0: Everybody. <laughs> if, if Instagram <laughs> twelve people, people see that- it.
1: If the algorithm showed it to yeah.
0: <laughs> your mom and your brother. No, so um, so we want you to just see that because we're talking about this historical f- idea of 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 what's happened and how we've all shifted, and maybe you didn't realize it in the shift, but now that you're a business owner, if you have relied heavily on this as a marketing tool, currently not working. Some people it is working
1: for, but. Currently, overall, it feels harder. So where do Mm -hmm. we shift at this point? Right now, it's not working. So what do you do when you feel stuck? What do you do when things are not working? Well, you figure out what is working. And how do you figure it out? You experiment. You try different things. And perhaps you put a post into multi-stream machine Facebook group to see what else is working, what other people are trying, so you can cover more ground on what is working right now. So a couple
0: other things that are not really working that well for some people right now are Instagram and Facebook ads. Here's my tip to anyone that is running Instagram and Facebook ads. Knock on wood, but Mina and I are running and them and we do really well with them. Um, we don't
1: do anything compared to what we used to do, right? What do you mean? I mean, I think that though we do well, we've always done well, but it still wasn't like raining money the way it used to be. People expect it to be the same as it yeah, was it wasn't like once hitting, before. It
0: wasn't like money just falls out of the sky into your hands. Like you definitely have to do more kind of work on it, but Instagram and Facebook ads. And from a face, from an ad's perspective, sometimes it could be the type of content you're posting as your ad is just not up to date, right? It's Mm -hmm. like maybe what you used to do in ads isn't working anymore because visuals have changed, or maybe you're not implementing video, or maybe your hook line isn't working, or maybe you need a shorter caption, or maybe you need a longer caption. So before Mm -hmm. you abandon chip, if you do run Instagram and Facebook ads, work on the creative test out the market, work with an expert on that. But all in all, if you feel like your ads are down, and this has been consistent, I think, since the iOS change, Facebook and Instagram ads haven't been working. And we're seeing a lot of people move to other platforms to run ads. They may not be Mm -hmm. deserting Instagram and Facebook, but they are starting to put more of a budget towards
1: other places. Right. So the last thing that is not working right now is that this is the last thing, right? is the wholesale online platforms. So wholesale online platforms are platforms where you, as a retailer, um, as a seller, can have your goods purchased from um, resellers, retailers, and it's done all online. Um, I think it's not working right now because a lot of these retail, uh, um, I'm sorry, a lot of these wholesale online platforms are in transition too right? So when things are evolving and changing and shifting, business models tend to kind of kind of shake up a little bit too. We know that, you know, one of the platforms got bought out. Another one is trying to position themselves in the marketplace. You know, there's lots of transitions and, and things that happen. And when you're on a big platform like that, sometimes small businesses get swooped up in that, right? So right now it's not working for a lot of people. Really happy holidays. Okay. Don't think Jocelyn, what are you
0: talking about? It's still warm outside. I know, but guess what? We want to get you uber prepared for this holiday season because what we want is that you can get consistent sales, right? Have steady growth and keep growing your business. Beyond always having to offer a discount during the holiday season to drive sales. So if you want to get prepared while it's still warm outside, you can jump in and grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount. And it is a bundle of content prompts, tools, hashtags, and templates. And it includes a three month calendar with things to say every single day from October to December. It is so helpful. So, go out, enjoy the sunshine and feel uber prepared for the holiday season when you grab yours now. Just head to holidaycontentideas.com. And I'll say my reason why I think is that they got oh, they got a lot of people on the platform. So, it might have been working for people before when there were less product bosses, businesses out there that were trying to sell on it, there were less options. So the retailers that went to buy had less options to pick from. There are more and more and more that now it's like there's such a, it's like Etsy. There's so many people on Etsy that mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that goes into the consumer finding it and buying from you. So it's not to say they're not working and it's not to say, it's not something we coach people on and we say, go do it. We, we know people are doing really well on there. I also think when you rely on a platform like that, You are also relying on the terms, conditions, and the rules they set. So I know a lot of people with Etsy were upset when they raised the percentage that Etsy was going to take, or they made you do free shipping or, you know, so this is why I think in multi-stream machine, what we really pitch in there is that we help you grow your business using other platforms and other marketing tools without a gatekeeper, without someone telling you how to run your business, right? We don't teach Etsy in there. There are tons of people out there that teach Etsy. We teach other ways. So for the wholesale online platforms, one of them, for example, just had a sale that they have once a year. And they told all of the sellers they had to put their stuff on sale. And a lot of retailers waited to buy to be able to purchase on sale. That's not typical for wholesale. I'll tell you all that coming mm-hmm. as an expert because it's wholesale. a big
1: cut. You're already taking anyway. You're selling at a wholesale margin.
0: And yeah. unless they're buying very large percentages, when I used to sell the Macy's, Macy's could ask me for an 8% discount, small boutique in somewhere or rather that's buying a hundred dollars worth of product. Do they get to get a discount too? No, I think Macy's deserves the discount. So I think that when you're reliant on platforms like this, you're reliant, you then are tied up with the rules and the the things that they set and what they start to set out on the market. So we're going to shift to what is working. And a lot of what is working, what's amazing about this whole thing where we wanted to share it with you too, is within MultiStream machine, we help you with your systems. We help you with your um, visibility, which leads to marketing, and we help you with your sales. And we have nine different playbooks of different ways you can go about approaching your business, a different path to profit for each of you. What are you going to work on in systems? What are you going to work on visibility? And what are you going to work on in sales? Now, what's cool about this, what's working and not working is our students inside of Multistream Machine have access to all of these different options and opportunities. So while we teach some stuff about Instagram in there, if Instagram's not working, they can lean into something that is working and they actually have access to that training inside of this program. While we teach wholesale inside of Multistream Machine... We actually teach what is working, which is funny enough. But for a while, people were shifting away from traditional ways of wholesale onto the wholesale platforms. Well, if the wholesale platforms aren't working and somebody has built their entire business on this wholesale platform, they feel stuck. But if you have these options and other ways of doing business by using the playbooks that we present to you inside a multi stream machine, you actually
1: can pivot. You're equipped. Yeah. yeah. You're equipped with the right tools. So you have the right knowledge. The You, know, you don't have to find your way and duct tape it yourself or even, you know, Google and YouTube it because when you do do that, it's overwhelming because you get too much content. You get too much um, guidance. It's like being pulled in 1,500 different directions, you know? And so what is working right now, Jacqueline? Okay,
0: so the first thing, I'm just going to stay with wholesale because um, we were, that was our last topic. So wholesale
1: cold calling is working and it makes my heart mm-hmm. sing because... Yeah, <laughs> so this was pulled from the comments because it showed up time and time again. Believe it or not, it's wholesale cold calling. The funny thing is that in multi-stream machine, we always talk about how um, it should never be cold from your end. We call it like the warm sale on your end, right? And but we treat we treat it in a very traditional way, tried and true wholesale. Mm -hmm. The way it's always been done, the way it's always worked is by you contacting and reaching out. Your outreach is done through, you know, she called it cold calling when she wrote the comment and the other people were like, yes, me too. Yes, me too. But it's a traditional approach versus the online platform that we talked about just a minute ago. It's
0: old school. Let's. It's like bringing the fax
1: machine back, but better. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the fax machine could. You know, this is like the 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 business model, right? Like, yeah. of you know, sales has always been done in a way where it feels really, really connected. Sales is you relationship picking up based. a phone. Yeah, it is. Picking up a phone, you know, getting to know somebody, warming yourself up to them, knowing how to find those people, you know, all of that is taught in multi-stream machine, which it goes back to because it has to, it's like the grassroots way of doing it.
0: Yeah. So, so cold calling in in wholesale is working now and like we call it it should never be cold on your side we teach this we have an entire playbook video trainings on it i show you how to do this like boots to the ground inside of multi-stream machine and i love it because it's where i come from i come from traditional wholesale i've done it i've worked for a 25 million dollar family-run business I was a part of how they did it. I've worked for people that like three of us had to do all the parts. My stepdad has been in apparel sales forever. So he is this, he's a rep for for big businesses. So I'm very close to this. And I love that it's working because like Mina said, it's relationship based in sales. And so if you don't know how to do it, this is something that we teach inside. So tried and true. Tried and true. We're coming back to it. And it is going to work when other things are not working. So the other thing that's working really well is in-person events and markets.
1: Yeah. And I think that this is a um, kind of a, I don't know, like a aftermath of the pandemic, right? Because when the pandemic hit, it was like everything got really, really small. It ended up being closer to us. We, we you know, it wasn't, we we're open to through the world on online, but, you know, we were in our houses. We purchased from local businesses. We, it it felt very local, right? You were in it together in a pandemic, usually with the people that were in your network and local, which felt local to you. And so like curbside pickup, remember back, I mean, it feels so far away now having curbside pickup, having, um, um, I don't know, like local customer service, that sort of thing felt, yeah, it felt like, I don't know, the the thing that we had to do to survive in a lot of ways. And then it, it stuck with us, which is nice because now that you know we're looking at local events and things happening, the world has now opened back up. The world has opened back up and now we're taking the same path that made us come inward. We're taking it back outward. You know, so it's like it, we came back inward to feel more localized, to feel like, these we're going to shop from local. We're going to, you know, have curbside pickup, all these things that felt, you know, that it felt close to home. And then now that the world has opened back up, it's like the things that are working are still close to home. It feels great to know that.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, they talk about it being revenge spending for a lot of people. A lot of people are in that time where like, I can leave my house and I could go shopping. So I'm going to go shopping. Oh, there's, you know, trade shows or there's in-person markets. Like I miss a good farmer's market. I know that those were open mm-hmm. also, but I I want to go out. People are traveling the world and going shopping again. So in-person events are working. Now, inside of multi Machine, we have an entire playbook and training around in-person events and how to optimize those. Because well I know so many of you out there do do in person and you show up and you set up your beautiful booths and you sell your goods to people, you know, are you building your email list? Are you making connections with other people? We've had, um, students of ours that have done in person that have used what we've taught inside of these playbooks and video trainings. And they've actually made such big connections that they ended up doing partnerships with like Adobe or what was the other brand that they partnered with? Um, Franklin Covey, Franklin Covey. They were like a journal company and they partnered and this was created and happened in, um, and at an in-person event. And so these are the things we teach you to take it even past the revenue you generate and the, the sales that you make and the feedback you get in person. We actually help you take it another level to make this last longer than the weekend that you're at that in-person.
1: Yeah, think of it as like a concentric circle, right? You start in the middle with the people that you know, the people in your network. And then it's, you know, proximity-wise, when you think about in-person events, you know, you have access to the people that are right in front of you. How can you make that better? So that's the beauty of what we teach is that, you know, you already know how to sell a lot of, in, as a fellow introvert, we were just talking about this in the accelerator call, that it's easy for all of us to sell in person. It, it, I shouldn't say easy. It's easier because we know how to sell. We know how to show up in front of people. We know how to put together a great booth, but how can you make it even better, right? How can you really think about it strategically as the boss of your business and really understand the things that you need to say, how you need to, you know, approach it like a concentric circle, like I said. And it really makes it feel like, ooh, I'm really getting good at this, you know? Because a lot of that jump to online, it it feels a bit harder, but that... Uh, tuning in a dial that's already working. So as we said, local um, events are working. Um, Tuning that dial in is so much easier than starting something anew. Mm -hmm. So the next thing that's working
0: that if you've been listening to this podcast for any sort of time, you'll be like, I know, I know. You've been telling us this forever. Well, guess what? It's still working. And the thing that's working are emails. Mm E-mails. I don't care what platform you're on. I don't know how, I don't care how you're selling, whether it's in person, you know, through phone calls, on Etsy, On your own Shopify site, you need to be growing your email list and you need to be sending emails. And we've seen it where I know this person has a a larger list, never sends an email. They had 40,000 people on their list, never sends emails, super reliant on Facebook ads and Amazon. When Facebook ads stopped working, they hadn't been on Amazon yet, which are two, you know, we teach Amazon inside of multi-show machine. So they had actually gotten onto that platform. But before that, when their ads stopped working but they gain their email list from their ads. They send out an email and they made $8,000 on a $20 product from an email. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was eight, Yeah. So what I want you to think about there is like, there is money in your email list. There is money to be made by building an email list and it is still going directly to people. And I want to add to that, that text messaging is a new trend and a new thing that we're seeing be added on to people joining an email list. But wait, also sign up for our text messaging and you'll get a, a discount. Um, all of that, that straight communication to the customer through emails and text messaging is what's working. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the last thing? Okay the last one. You all knew it was coming when we're talking about social media, but TikTok is working. And there's some follow-up to that, that some people say that IG Reels are working as well. But TikTok is kind of like that new platform that the kids are on that maybe some of us need to consider building more.
1: So I'm glad you said that, quote unquote, the kids are on, because that simply is not true. The kids... We're on there before and Remember I would they always have that on the time. like 30 year old mom like if you're over 30 get <laughs> off kind of thing yeah it was like you know you knew you were like a geriatric millennial if you like I forget what it, they, they had were like a hashtag called.
0: 30 30 year old like oh, it, boomer we we're called boomers okay, boomers that's what they used to call us back yeah. in the
1: 2020 <laughs> back in the 2020s I think they still call us that we just are so old that we don't have any idea that they're still calling us that but now the biggest group of of people of audience growing on TikTok is between the ages of, um, thirty five to fifty five, and though they are not creating, they are consuming. Meaning they're the ones with the money, not those young folks. We all know they don't have any money. They gotta ask mom and dad. They're living in their they're basement They're thirty five to fifty year old parents. <laughs> we have to
0: let's tell the story about know. your the flip flops you're currently wearing.
1: Okay. Oh, the slides. So
0: let's, we're going to give you a story right here to wrap this up. So, okay. So, for TikTok, I'm just going to say this TikTok and um, Reels are working in terms of video content. That's where the money is going. That's where Instagram's investing their money in terms of letting people see it. And TikTok is entertainment and enjoyable, and people go there for that. Now, is it to right say that now you're it is become a TikTok star? No. But if you're like um, Suzanne Anna Three Best Bakery, who is a star student in Multi Stream Machine, She started doing, um, she would always do Instagram Reels. They didn't take off. She started flooding and filling her cookies on TikTok, went viral. First got her first thousand followers, which meant she got to go live with a thousand followers. So then she would just sit there while she's making cookies, talking to these TikTok people. Now she's got like a hundred thousand followers. And when she goes live, she sells tons of cookies. Okay. So Mm -hmm. she's utilizing this platform and still Instagram sucks for her. (laughs) But TikTok works really well, even if she posts the same two pieces of content. So this is just somebody that we know that's a multi-stream machine student that is crushing it on that platform.
1: Yeah, right now there's lots of videos that are like TikTok made me buy it is a lot of what's happening over there. So my daughter who just turned 12, yes, I know I look too young to have a 12-year-old, but I I do. a 20-year-old with a 12-year-old, wow. (laughs) It was eight years old. (laughs) God forbid. <laughs> no, okay, but okay. So she turned 12, and one of her things on her list that she made me um, for gift, her wish list was um, shark slides. So I look up shark slides, and it's these beyond cute, like super super cute shark slides they're that sandals. are like those. Yeah, they're sandals. You know, like you know how like Adidas makes like slides. Those are called slides. Are we so old that we don't? I have to slides interpret <laughs>
0: it for the the people out there that are our age and older. They're slip on sandals. Me out of rubber. Yes.
1: <laughs> Anyways, these look like sharks with teeth. And they're made from like, um if if another TikTok craze is those cloud sandals, the cloud slides. They're made from this that same material that they feel like, I don't know. I don't know. You're walking on phone, clouds. I guess. Come <laughs> on, follow the Anyways, messaging. Su- yeah, super cute. So I end up buying them for her on Amazon. Because she's saw and them And then on I on get TikTok. my... Yes, because she saw them on TikTok, put them on her list and then told me about them. Then I bought some for her, but I was like, these are so cute. So I bought some for myself clearly in yellow because that's my color of the year. And then I asked my husband, I was like, do you want some of these shark slides? And he tried mine on, his toes went over the teeth though. And he's like, oh, I'll take these dark green ones. It's like, okay. And then I had to do a little bit of, you know, Googling on the Amazon machine. And I found ones that were, that could fit Layla, my seven-year-old. And they're the Croc style ones, but same sort of teeth, same sort of look, and so she got pink ones. So now our whole family has these shark slides, and they are beyond. I cute. hope you're so I will them show on them on <laughs> The thing is, I didn't get um, my husband's and Layla's in time, oh. so um I know they. Wah, wah. I know, <laughs> but I figured if I go there, that I could Amazon Prime them, and they would come in two days since we're True. gone for a week. Anyways, that's the alternate plan. But back on track, I will post these to Instagram. You will just. Die over we'll them. Drop they're a link so cute. In the show notes, because
0: yeah. now that we're affiliates for these shark slides, cool. <laughs> we'll <you> see them. <laughs> we're not, but we will be.
1: Yeah, we'll use our Amazon affiliate link. But you will thank me later because they're so cute, and I cannot wait to show all of you. So, the
0: example of what's working is Discovery. Right, her daughter or anyone discovered a product on TikTok. It was like, oh wow, they had no idea that I had no idea, these and my sharks- daughter.
1: She does have her own money, but she told me, and I have the purchasing power of 18 people or more. Which is what (laughs)
0: women do, right? Women have the majority of the purchasing power in the U.S. And so so this 12-year-old finds these shark slides that she's inspired by on TikTok of the video she gets to watch. She goes to mom and she says, hey, mom, can you get me these? So one, that's one sale if mom says yes. Mom goes, oh, these are cute. Do they have them in my size? Two sales. Then shows her husband. Her husband's like, these are cute three sales. Then she starts to search and she finds another pair for her daughter, four sales. Now talks about it here, live on our podcast that has multiple millions of downloads. Because gazillion
1: sales. And the thing is, it was also Willa's birthday, which is Jacqueline's seven-year-old. She just turned seven the same time that my daughter turned 12. I was going to buy twin ones for Willa and twin ones for you, which, like I said, 18 people are more. I'm basically going to supply the entire world with these shark slides that my daughter told me about because they're that <laughs> And we
0: talked about it in our accelerator program in one of our trainings. Mm-hmm. So look at the influence from word of mouth that we just had from one TikTok video somewhere that inspired one person. So we say this because it's it's a platform to try. We talk about this the level that a lot of our multi-machine machine students are on Our test and try. They'll test new things. They'll try it. They'll see what works for them. But if we're going to spend time on creating content because we are all now content creators, TikTok and Reels videos will be more of the thing. Now, again, me and I are like, oh my gosh, we have to create one more piece of content, but there's other ways of doing it. So pay attention, save it, create it, even if you just get started slow. But this is something that if you're looking for organic marketing, because a lot of you out mm-hmm. there don't have the budgets yet to put into paid marketing. So, The time has to get invested versus the money, right? So that's what's working and not working. What I'm really proud of us about, Mina, is that when we built Multi-Stream Machine a few years ago, and it was the very first thing we ever taught together when we first started our business was this idea of multiple streams of revenue for product-based businesses. And I can't, we used to say I was like from traditional and you were from New What were you? what was
1: your? Alternative, remember? Alternative.
0: Because this is back in the day when Amazon was like newer. Like it was still like, people didn't Mm -hmm. understand it didn't sell books. And Mina sold to subscription boxes and she sold to flash deal sites. And I was very much like direct to consumer in person and wholesale. And back when we did this in 2017, we combined our knowledge and we said these were all the different ways that people can sell. So I'm really proud of us because in 2022, so much of what we taught is still valid and helpful. I mean, not still; it's is. tried and
1: true. Tried and true. It is fundamentally it will work on repeat, right? Because it's been through; it's lasted the test of time, and also we also update it. So that's another thing is that when we're talking about TikTok, like we, we have to we're add TikTok, have a TikTok. We're adding TikTok. Yeah, too. we're adding. TikTok. Uh, we also just updated the Amazon module to make it to make sure that what you see, you know, if it's right for you, that you're able to get on there really easily. And then we also are adding um, a few things for um the social media um, playbook. So all of that to say, we keep up with it, but the core fundamental um business models that we're talking about in there, the the multiple ways to market and become more visible, more eyes for your business, the multiple ways to sell, the sales channels that we're talking about, those are all tried into, plus still, still all the systems. Because all of these are fundamental things that will work on repeat on how to grow a business. You know, um, of like thinking about your pricing. Pricing is fundamental for, for any business to be profitable. Photos, shipping, inventory, all of it. And then if it becomes out of date because of, I don't know, some sort of technology happening, then we do update it. So I'm really proud of us of that we really understood things that lasted the test of time. And and Boots... To the ground will always, will always win through the test of time for small businesses. And I think because that's our superpower.
0: Yeah. And being nimble and pivoting when needed, which we saw, right? During the recession or the pandemic, not recession. During the pandemic, you know, people who were in person had to shift to online. You know, so no matter Mm -hmm. what, it's going to be cyclical. There's going to be new things that get updated and things to try. But I'm really proud of this program that we've created and the results and the fact that over 2000 students are able to come back to it year over year. And, you know, whether it's the parts that are updated, the parts that are still true, like the cold calling of wholesale. I'm so proud of that module because at one point I was like, oh, all these online sales platforms, you know, like um, Mm -hmm. they're, they're this new thing. And I didn't fully agree with it. And now you're seeing this swing back to, to this working. And so by having all of the options. It allows you to take advantage of the opportunities when they're presented in front of you. allows you to zig when other people are zagging. It allows you to pivot as needed. So really proud. We are so excited because the doors to MultiStream Machine are opening to our signature program for only one week only, the last time of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So make sure to pay attention. You can click the link in the show notes at multistreammachine.com if you want to get on the wait list to know when the doors are open. But either way, Really proud of our multi-stream machine students and proud of the collaboration Mm -hmm. that's happening inside the group that created this podcast.
1: Yeah, and shout out to Brooke of Be Happy for putting up this post and sparking inspiration for us all and what's uh, what's working right now and what's not working. So thanks for listening, everybody. Hey product boss, it's that time of year
0: again, the holiday season is just around the corner and here at the product boss, we are getting prepared early for the holiday season. Now we know you're going to have a lot more than turkey and pumpkin pie on your plate later this year. So we want to invite you to our free three part workshop series, the product boss's guide to getting holiday ready and recession proofing your business. Now these workshops are brand new and revamped and we're sharing some of the biggest tips and tricks on how to prepare yourself and your business. So you can two extra sales without two xing your efforts. And with talks of a down economy, we want to make sure that you feel confident and prepared to push through no matter what. Listen, product boss, if we've learned anything over the past two years, we know you've got this and we're stronger building our businesses together. And honestly, we have way too much fun to call it work. So the first workshop kicks off soon. Head to theproductboss.com slash holiday to sign up today, and we will see you in there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review.